Okay, we just discussed the nature of the project to restore America county by county. I mentioned 10 topics I plan to cover. In this video, I plan to introduce these in a very brief summary of each one. In subsequent videos, we'll break down each topic individually in much greater detail. This is a basic introduction to each topic, and there may be some more to come in the future. But the 10 topics uh, mentioned in the first video, the areas in which there are things we can do locally, seriously now are these. Number one is education. The first and foremost is education. Education is one area in which you still have, you can still have, complete control uh, over. And I'm not just talking about educating yourself, I'm talking about educating your children. Education in a free society can only be, must only be, private. Never government run at any level. Whether you choose to employ a private school or a private tutor or to homeschool like I do, uh, government-operated and tax-funded schools uh, cannot be an option for a free society. Now, this step requires no change in existing laws, only requires a change in your lifestyle. In the case of many people, this could be implemented tomorrow, if not in a few months. Uh, it really is only a test of your desire. Do you really want a free society? There are economic and psychological hurdles here, and we'll talk about those in the longer presentation. But for now, government schools have to be seen as the heart of the problem of government-dominated society. You can change this personally for yourself and your family now, and you should. And the only thing stopping you is the perceived benefit of free schooling and childcare during the day. Okay, this is the cheese. Don't take the cheese. Do you really want a free society, or do you depend on tax-funded benefits just like the liberals and the socialists that you criticize? This is priority number one. If we're serious about freedom, we have to start with education. Okay, if you can't do this one thing, you might as well forget about the rest because it will not follow. And nothing about truly restoring America will be easier and more readily obtainable than taking control over you and your child's education. Now, uh, there's nothing stopping you here except you. All right, number two, we must end our personal dependence on the welfare state. Social security is a problem, everybody recognizes that, but it doesn't have to be a trap. And this means we need to learn, find ways to plan for our own financial futures privately uh, while we hope that there is some way to phase out Social Security and the government program. Uh, but the issue here is that welfare of all forms should be privately funded and privately insured, not supported through taxation and government coercion. Family and charity once did and still can replace the welfare state. Now again, we have to refuse the benefits. Don't take the cheese. Uh, of course, this means certain personal sacrifices, and again, we'll cover those uh, in, the, uh, in the, the videos to come. Uh, and we'll speak very frankly about those things. Uh, we have to face them, we have to be willing to sacrifice uh, and overcome them and talk about what the costs will be. Number three, we're gonna focus on localism. We'll give a more detailed discussion of what I've called county rights. The real practical solution to federal government intrusion in our lives is not so much states' rights, although that's important, but county rights. Okay, this brings government and community home to a truly grassroots level where it ought to be. 
Okay, you can think about the phrase, support your local sheriff. Uh, that's a good way to keep that in mind. Uh, we will emphasize a truly local vision. Focus on smaller, practical things we can impact now. In this process, we'll expose the areas where the sovereignty of your local communities uh, are compromised, is compromised, by receiving state funding for perceived benefits. And we will emphasize learning about, monitoring, uh, interacting with local authorities, and emphasizing those things. And we'll emphasize local applications of don't take the cheese. Uh, number four, uh, I want to talk about national versus state sovereignty, especially in the constitutional areas of banking, interstate commerce, and taxation. We will discuss the history of the nationalist takeover in this country, which was called federalist at the time, but it's not federalist by any means. Uh, and it began immediately with the Constitution. We will discuss the agenda of the big banks, the military-industrial complex, national taxation, as well as the politicians who engineered that plan all the way back before the Constitution and why they did it. Okay? And from that, we will be in a position to recommend ways of living that minimize our personal involvement in that tyranny and then discuss the role of, uh, of, that is becoming so popular today, nullification and interposition, and how that plays out in a local community. And while I said we're emphasizing county rights, of course, states' rights are important also as a buffer. They're very important as part of truly, uh, of taking back a truly federal system of government, and we'll talk about uh, what that really is. Number five, taxes. We have a frank discussion about taxation. Taxation must be returned to only a local level, okay? The way this country was originally founded and designed to be run. We'll cover the income tax amendment. We'll talk about the drastic changes that involved in American society. Uh, we'll discuss the nature and scope of taxation and how it should work in a truly federal society. And we will see why, to use John Marshall's phrase from the Supreme Court case, the power to tax is the power to destroy, and we'll talk about what's been destroyed. And we'll discuss the role of taxation, if any, in a truly free and local society. Number six, we're gonna talk about money, and particularly the Federal Reserve System. We'll review the question, uh, what has government done with our money? We will discuss money and currency in American history, particularly the several instances in which uh, failed paper currency caused terrible economic disasters. We'll discuss the role of government coercion in banking and in debt, in things like counterfeiting laws, war, welfare, uh, restrictions on states, etc., and why these laws exist. And we'll discuss who profited from those laws and who still does profit from those laws, and what happened to real wealth in each case. We'll discuss alternative currencies, We'll discuss local banking, uh, private banking, the benefits of, and, and the sacrifices, of course, that are gonna have to come in, in when we have freedom and money. And we'll also talk about how to protect your personal wealth from devalued paper or digital currency. And we'll think about this, this, this idea. Gold is wealth. I think everybody agrees with that. Why, therefore, is it not money? What has the government got against gold? And that and many other topics like it. Seven, we will uh, talk about returning to truly free markets. We have to exalt the sanctity of private property. 
we have to return to strict enforcement of contracts. And we have to talk about the right of people not to engage in contracts they're not willing to be involved in. We'll discuss the role that government coercion and manipulation in money has played in business and the economy, uh, particularly in the realms of inflation, legal tender laws, uh, the business cycle, government corporatism, which is essentially uh, kind of fascism light right here in America. Uh, and we'll talk about things of that nature. Why did one American statesman early on once complain that debtors were chasing down their creditors and, quote, paying them without mercy? What does that mean? Uh, we'll talk about those kind of things. Number eight, we're going to talk about judicial tyranny. We've heard a lot about this. We'll see how the Constitution itself centralized power over all the various local courts in this land and how it was immediately exploited to favor big government, uh, big government agendas. We'll trace subsequent expansions of government based on that early precedent that was set within years of the Constitution. Okay, the remedy for freedom is decentralization of courts, local separate jurisdictions, local juries, and even private courts, perhaps even especially private courts, and all with only local law enforcement. Uh, and we'll even also talk about one check and balance that's in the Constitution on the Supreme Court that most people don't even know exists that could be used for the help in local control, and yet it's actually been used in recent times, uh, but only to favor big government interests so far. Uh, and yet it's the key to things like the abortion issue, family protections, and much more. Uh, and all of that lies in the issue of decentralizing the judiciary. And believe it or not, there are actually practical steps that you can take in this area as well. So we'll talk about those. Uh, number nine, and this is one of the most important areas and perhaps an area in which Christians and conservatives, especially Christians, are most deceived, and that is to reclaim the military. We must support and demand a decentralized defense system instead of the national empire we've witnessed for over a century. Patriotism does not mean militarism. Patriotism does not mean empire. Being patriotic does not mean always supporting everything the military does. Being anti-war is not being anti-American. Okay? We will discuss how the military was originally decentralized and promised to be called up only for defensive purposes, but was almost immediately changed to become a powerful centralized force designed to serve the interests of that big government agenda, again within years of the Constitution, and later uh, it was designed it was uh, centralized again for prolonged international conflict. Okay? We will show how and why this was done in American history, who profited from it at the expense of millions of dollars, uh, or millions of lives rather, and trillions of dollars. And we will pose, uh, propose practical steps, things you can personally do now to take back and begin the process returning to uh, decentralized forces instead of the offensive corporate state militarism uh, that we have. We will exalt something called true armed patriotism. Uh, number 10, and finally, we'll also take a look at international and intranational tyranny, uh, particularly through treaties and executive orders, which are our powers in the uh, Constitution. Okay, how do these things work? What safeguards do we have against them if necessary? Uh, why are we particularly vulnerable to these things? 
due to their relationship to international organizations and, and whatnot? And how can we best work to protect ourselves locally from them? Okay, so those are the 10 topics that we're gonna talk about. And you might realize that some of them sound pretty large and intimidating, and that's because they are. But keep in mind, we're gonna focus on things we can do through small practical changes, uh, personal sacrifice, local service, over a long term, uh, thinking about our grandkids. None of this will change overnight, but if we don't lay the necessary foundations for freedom now, it will never change. And in fact, it will get worse. So if you're serious about freedom, please join me for the full series of Restoring America, One County at a Time. So let's begin that number one priority, education. We'll devote the next three videos to explaining how it was once free and worked, how it was lost, and how to get it back.